Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach to Care It Out and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Carry Out Sleep Show. This is your host, Kerry Secker, and today on the show, I'm going to be talking to Jen from Love Boo, and I can't wait. We are going to find out about more about bedtime routine and more about their lovely products. I am a big fan, and as you know, I'm not a massive, um, I don't, I'm, I tend not to push loads of parenting products, but this one I'm personally a fan of. Hi, Jen, how are you? Hi, Kerry. Good, thank you. Um, thanks so much for having me on. And um, yeah, I'll try not to melt. <laughs> it is extremely hot, and I've, I, if any of you are struggling out there with the heat this week with you and your smalls, um, I promise you, you are not alone. It is so hot out there. Oh, it's absolutely boiling. I'm up in Yorkshire, and we're not used to this heat. No, I actually, I think it was yesterday, or it might have been. No, it wasn't yesterday. It was the day before. I'm in a bit of a muddle with my days, but I came home from work, just walking back from the office, and I was like, "What are these red pipes on the floor leading into the like the block of flats?" I was like, "That's weird." And then I looked up and saw a fire truck, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, what's going on? I hope my flat's not on fire." And then when I um, went into the block, um, it, there was smoke coming out. You could see it coming up from behind my my apartment block. So I kind of ran in. They let me in. So I was like, "It can't be too serious." But what had happened was the um, I live by my apartment is behind um, the railway line, and what happened was the grassy verge bank there had caught fire because it was so hot. Oh my. Yeah, so everybody needs to stay safe. It was crazy. I'm just really glad somebody, um, A, it was during the day and somebody noticed it and the fire brigade, big love for them, came out and put it out. Oh, gosh, it's scary though, isn't it? It is really scary. So, yes, I totally agree with the melting. And my um, office is like a um, it's like a bunker. There's no windows. The only window I've got, I've sat right near it, but I've had to close it because otherwise you can hear all the trains go past. Oh, yes, yes. But it did say on the weather forecast last night that we should keep, we should go continental and keep our windows and curtains shut. Ah, okay. Okay. Me and my husband argue about this constantly. I'm like, no, get the windows open, um, get the curtains open. So the continental advice is to keep them. Yes, because as soon as it's hotter outside than it is in, you want to keep that cool air in. Can we can we overall weather in? Yeah, I know. Expert in weather here. (laughs) Sorry, I'll get back. I always go off course. Um, so. Jen, I'm. Thank you so much for coming on. This is very exciting because this is the first ever episode, um, the first guest on the Carry Out Sleep Show. Um, so really exciting and big, big welcome. Um, I really happy that you've you want to come and talk to me. So just tell me a little bit more about who you are, what Love Boo is, and how it all got started. Yeah, definitely. I'm excited to. Um, so Love Boo started um, when me and the other owner, Karina, um, we both had our second babies at the same time, our girls. 
changing the girl's nappies and I was moaning about using ugly old grey pots of, you know, well-known nappy cream and I said, you know, we like our natural products, but why does everything for children and babies either look awful or it's full of horrible product, horrible ingredients? So it just started like that, like this conversation oh, we could do something a lot better. You know, we were magazine editors, we were really into design, but we were also, I'd done things on, on beauty desks, we were really into um, avoiding parabens, having natural ingredients. So it really started off as a conversation while changing that thing. I love that. Some of the best, I think that's is a very similar story to how my business started, started out. It was, I was having a conversation with a mum in the park and she was like, I don't know this stuff. This stuff needs to get out there. So I love that story. Conversations over nappy changing. I think that's how so many mums do start business. Yeah. I find myself in this surreal world of, you know, that they didn't know existed before. And then they find something that's just not there for them. Yeah. So that's when the ideas come. Yeah, no, totally. Nappy changes, changes lives. I love it. <laughs> and I, I do think as well, when I look back on it, gosh, how ignorant we were. We had no clue about starting a business at all. And sometimes we'll laugh now and say, gosh, if we'd have known what it involved, would we have ever done it? So they say in ignorance is bliss. <laughs> yeah. Relevant. You know, it's kind of, yeah, let's just do it. Let's, let's just go for it. You know, so it, it, I think if we'd have been proper grown ups and business I think a lot of businesses, I love that, a proper grown-up. I'm still waiting to feel like a proper grown-up, by the way, and I'm pushing the big 4-0. You'd never, I, I, I think a lot of businesses probably wouldn't get to where they are now if we knew what we knew then, because I was very similar, very naive as well. I just thought it would be as simple as doing my flyers, handing them out to a few parents in the park. That was my strategy, how naive was yeah. I. Um and away I go, away I went. Yeah. Um. But I'm the same. If I probably if I knew the reality that I wouldn't, I'd be broke for two years. I'd have two clients in two years. I may yeah. have thought about it, but I don't believe we make mistakes. Um. Parenting, business owners, everything we do is a we can learn something from it. Definitely, definitely. I mean, we often laugh and say, you know, we need to write a book called How Not to Run a Business. Yeah. Because of all the mistakes we've learned along the way. But like you say, yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely come and co-write that with you, Jen. Yeah, <laughs> it's a deal. Made so so honestly, I look back and laugh at myself now. I was like, yeah, but when you look back then and see how far your business has come, Jen, because you are booming, you are selling all these amazing products, which I want to hear about more in a minute. Um, it's just amazing, and I know that your products help so many families, which is amazing. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, from day one, I have to say, it was really non-negotiable about ingredients. You know, our major things were that the products were made in the UK, Yeah. that we know about everything that goes in them, and everything, you know, for babies, still needed to be luxurious. And, yeah. You know, we often spent money on our, ourselves, and yeah. you know, on all these gorgeous lovely ingredients and then can think but yeah well I'm just shove that in the baby bath but you know we really wanted it to be um effective luxurious made in the UK no nasties 
yeah on that as well yeah no i totally agree they, they, that was the list. Yeah. I love that it's homegrown and everything is sourced in the UK. That That is really important. But I think the most important thing for me is that newborn skin, baby skin is so sensitive and new. What is it about newborn skin? It's just, ah, oh, you just want to kiss it and squeeze it all over. Um, but And the luxury, like life is all about little luxuries. I'm definitely a little luxury kind of girl. Um, and things looking good in the bathroom cabinet. What is that about? I had to buy my husband a separate cabinet because I was like, I just don't want you on the I want it. It's ridiculous. And nobody ever sees it anyway. It's not like we've got constant stream of guests that see it, but I totally get that. It's really important. Those little things, those little luxuries can make a difference. It is. It's that everyday happiness, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Everyday joy. Unaffordable, but luxurious. Yeah. And that's what we've always been yeah. about living your best bed life i mean yeah. i mean living your best life um not just for bigs but the other thing is that that it is safe for newborns and and little ones and yeah. that there's no nasties in your products there's no what's that i totally had a brain blank what's that word that every, um no nasties so yeah that's paraben yeah that's I mean, the word the jury's still out on paraben you know um you speak to some a lot of chemists and they'll say it's a fame, but it's a fame we're not willing to, you know, to, to gamble with. We, yeah. we don't want um, um, parabens in there. But the biggie for me as well is sodium monosulfate. Um, yeah. So that, that's the cheap foaming agent um, that if you look in lots of supermarket brands, if you look on the ingredients list at the back, and I advise every parent to do that, first you'll see aqua water, and then you'll see sodium monosulfate. But that's the same foaming agent that we have in our washing up liquid, you know, that we wash our greasy dishes with. So we really don't want to use that on our liquid skin. Yeah. Um, I have dry skin. I, if I use sodium monosulfate, I feel itchy. But when you've got baby newborn skin, um, even if you're not sensitive, it, it's not the best. It's stripping. Yeah. Um, so obviously you want cleansing agent especially when you know we have those explosive nappies yeah <laughs> the ones that go right up the back when you pull it the best off oh yeah punami <laughs> <laughs> a great tip actually for when you've got a punami and i was in a, a nanny for 15 16 years it might have even been more than that since i was 19 i was a nanny and um, I only learnt this towards the end and I was gutted. But the reason why they have those slits, you know, the baby vests have the slits on the shoulders. It's so that if they do have a punami, you can you can kind of um, pull them down rather than lifting the vest up and all over there risking. I don't even want to say it because it's like to get, uh, yeah. getting all the, the stuff from the nappy all over their hair and their face. It's a good tip. You know, what, Kevin? You know I, I, I know that now, but... Never knew it when my two were little. Yeah, no. We were talking about, I think, at a baby show recently. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. 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 It's great. Why? There's, do you know what? I could have a whole other conversation about this. There is so much out there. Like, why didn't I know that? Things starting a business when you've got a new baby, um, or even when your little ones are older, we never, we never stop learning. And it's the same thing with the, um, the the foaming agent. I didn't know about that. No, no, um, me, me neither until we, you know, got into development and so, you know, why do these things dry? Why do they, you know, why does my skin get irritated when I use something, um, you know, that just picked up that one ninety nine on the supermarket shelf or whatever? It's because it's a cheap cleanser. 
Yeah. Um, so we did, there's lots of natural cleansing agents and um, meadow foam, um, cotton seed oil, you know, lovely ingredients that will, will gently cleanse, cleanse the skin, uh, which is you know, an ingredient that we use in our products. That's so interesting. I'm. It's, I think that's made me like every day's a school day. That's going to make me look more closely about what I put on my skin. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm, I'm driving my kids mad. You know, if I'm shopping with my daughter now, before we buy anything, I've got the. I'm, I'm standing there reading the ingredients. I love it. How old are your kids now? Fourteen and sixteen. Oh yes, you were saying about the GCSEs. Yeah, the boosting. Yeah. Um, I mean, I have my whole business is based on services, so I, I don't have any products. But yeah. I've got great admiration. Thank you for that word earlier, Jen, for anybody that sets up their own business, but especially products, because there's so, I would imagine there's so much more to it. Oh, yeah. And, and we never knew about, you know, um, the brilliant thing is that it cost the, it, the product made in the UK, um, the safety testing is so stringent. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know the hoops you have to jump through to get product on the shelf. Um, you know if it's if it's got the made in the UK symbol. Not saying that stuff from overseas isn't good, but you know they pass on um, stringent safety tests. Um, you know they don't test on animals in the UK. I often get asked, you know, do you is your are your products cruelty free? Yes, they are. Um, products made in the UK are cruelty free. Um, but yeah, of course. Yeah, and I think as consumers, we're getting so much more aware. I know I wasn't so much aware about the shower gel and stuff and things like cleaning products, whole other conversation. But I think consumers are just yeah. getting so much more aware of what they're consuming, what's in their products, um, yeah. and are they safe? So the most important thing, your lovely products, which we're going to come on to more in a minute, they are safe for newborns, they're made in the UK, and they are nasty free. Absolutely. I mean, in terms of the newborn, all our products are safe. We would say, and lots of midwives would say, wait a few weeks before you put anything on their skin. You yeah. know, just, um, a little bit of warm water, um, get them used to um, the feel of water and bath, and the natural oils from birth absorb back into the skin, um, that kind of thing. Then, you know, then, then you have the fun with the nappies and, you know, um, breast milk and hair and all sorts of things.
Yeah, I bet you have. I bet you have. So let's talk about your product. In particular, I want to talk about my favorite, favorite product from you, Jen. And I'm I'm absolutely hooked. My husband's absolutely hooked. And I recommend it to um, all my sleep-deprived families is your sleep spray. Um, You've got loads of other products, which I'm going to come on to, but this is my absolute favorite. I Now, let's be honest. Um... A sleep spray isn't going to be the magic cure for every sleep struggle out there. And I know that's what I really love about yours is that you're not pushing it that this your spray is going to save your sleep. And it's it's this miraculous yeah. um, cure for a sleepless night. That's what I think that's why I really that really, really resonated with me. You're not pushing that. And I don't push that afterwards. But babies have a very, I'm sure you know this, but babies have a very keen sense of smell. And having a, um, we're going to come and talk about more about bedtime routine, but having a scent that you use just for sleep, it can really help. They There's so many different things that it can help with, but the two most important ones, which is why I recommend a sleep spray, it, well, actually there's three. One is that it can um, help them switch off the lavender, the chamomile, um, all that lovely smells can really um, help them to calm down, soothe them, and that can help them switch off and settle to sleep which in turn can help fingers crossed say a prayer up to sleep gods it's going to help me get set up night's sleep the other one is that um it can also have it using a sleep spray at bedtime i call it the scent of sleep can really help them know that sleep time is coming especially for really newborn babies because they're day and night all newborn babies are, are born naturally nocturnal there's not a baby out there that's not born with their day and night muddled up because of being in the womb so having a sleep spray in those in the early days or going forward can really help cue them and let them know that sleepy time is coming and then the third one it's brilliant for when you're traveling because um and again my husband will kill me for saying this but he has got a very keen sense of smell he will not travel anywhere now without his sleep spray is hilarious <laughs> baby sleep spray uses but going away can feel a new hotel room a new room granny grandparents friends wherever you're staying can smell a little bit unfamiliar and taking the scent of sleep with you could again um i also recommend taking this it sounds really disgusting but taking this the sheet that they've slept on and a warm pair of pajamas too that can help but taking a little um your sleep spray with you can also really help them settle down in an unfamiliar environment as well i think yeah that i mean you've You've completely covered it there, Kevin. <laughs> I love that idea of the warm PJs and the sheets. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I would do, I suggest sometimes to families, is if your little one is starting nursery, you can spray a little bit of their sleep spray on a bed bedhead, on a, on a muzzy, and send it in with them on their blanket. And again, that can help not just with sleep, but it can help things feel familiar and help keep them calm at nursery, help with that transition, or daycare, childminder. Yeah, I think all, all those unfamiliar uh, territories, you know, we can talk about how we feel or we might be nervous and things like that. A baby on a top can't necessarily put that into work. Yeah. And if they've got a familiar smell. And I think, like you say, with, with your husband, with us, we <laughs> a European train um, holiday. Sleep spray was amazing. You know, just to spritz on, oh, it is sitting in a train. Yeah. for six hours or you know getting on a plane I mean how many of us get nervous about travelling yeah children, yeah uh, getting on a plane oh my goodness are they going to screen the whole 
plane down for the next four hours. That's a great idea. So you could use the same uh, the same thing with spraying it on a bed ted or spraying it on a favourite cuddly toy. Um, yeah. The same thing, you could do that with an object that you're taking on the plane. That's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, we, that's what we've always said with the bleach spray. And like you said in your intro, it, 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 it's not going to send anyone to sleep immediately if it's a magic sleep spray, you know, the world would be going crazy. But um, it, it really is that sensory cue and that familiarity yeah. uh, and that sense of routine that you can almost take with you in a bottle yeah. um, when you're out of routine. So grandma's house, car seat, um, let's like say cuddly pie, muffling, um, all those things. That's a great idea. And what you just said there, I think, is really, really important. Um, and, and it's for whatever you're consuming on the internet, meet social media, there is, you are the expert of your little one, hands down. And there is no magic sleep secret. Nobody has that magic sleep secret. Nobody. Because there just isn't one. Sleep is 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 a biological process um and you can't beat biology so i don't i honestly don't believe that there's a magic cream spray secret that people are holding on to otherwise that person would well i think they'd be living on a desert island in their riches i think uh, i think that's really important and i again i think that's why i really loved your products because you would it that honesty is really important to me it's one of my biggest values and I really really respected that it was like this is a sleep spray that you can use or products you can use in particular I love the sleep spray so I'm not going to stop talking about that sleep spray I love it um you weren't pushing it that it's going to solve all the sleep worries in the world like it's this miraculous cure you were just honest with it and I just really respect that and I love it yeah I think it's you know, I think adults too. We all have different sleep experiences, don't we? And yeah. you know, I love what you say. It's such a gentle um, approach to baby sleep. Um, everybody is different, including every baby. Yeah. Um, I'd say the only thing to look out for with a sleep spray is again harking on about it, but looking at the ingredients. Um, I've seen sleep sprays on the market that are. I just have a fragrance, not a natural extract. Mm. You know, so if you, if you haven't got real lavender in there, and you're just a, a pretend lavender, you know, you just you're spritzing a bit of water in the air, basically. Um, so chamomile, lavender, tulip, all things that we know naturally work to calm and soothe. That's, that's what you're looking for in your ingredients. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And just for the record, it sm- your sleep spray smells. In fact, just talking about it is conjuring up the, the lovely wafts that you get when you spray it. It just smells divine. And I've tried a lot. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It smells absolutely. amazing. It's, um, it, it is really nice. So a couple of questions about the sleep spray, because I get asked these a lot and it'd be great to get some um, clarification straight from you. Do you spray, how far in advance do you spray it in at sleep time? Do you do it 10, 5, 10 minutes before they go to sleep? Do you use it just before they go to sleep? What? How does that work? I find that, um, you know, we've all got our own little routine, but I, I would advise up half an hour before sleep time. So, you know, that moment when you've gone into the bedroom together, got sleepy suit out, um, arranging teddy, you know, pulling the bedclothes down, closing the curtains. It's all 
yeah. and it's kind of, um, and we'll, you know, we'll spritz our little kidney spray, and, you know, just doing that kind of um, running commentary is quite nice. While you're doing it, you know, we always used to say, good night, Mr. Sunshine, when we close the curtains, it's that kind of um, time when things are starting, quieting down, um, it can even be before bath time, you know, so you can spritz it together, go and have bath time, that smell's still there when you come back in, do a little bit of massage maybe, and it's all that sort of quieting, slowness that's happening. Um, I mean, for older children, um, I have a friend who used it with her daughter who I think seven or eight, and for her, it's her no nasty dream spray. You know, so that the, the spray is, is spritzed as part of her calming down routine. Um, and often children go through that stage. You know, Will I have any bad dreams tonight, Mummy? Um, so, or you know, monsters under the bed spray. So it's that kind of whatever fits for age and stage you have. Yeah. I love, I hadn't, again, every day's a school day, I hadn't thought about that, about using it for older ones as a little spray, like a dream catcher. What a great idea, Jen. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's it's that that, that little bit of anxiety that can come when you're an older child and you know about bad dreams and you want that nightlight on and, you know, or where will you be when I go to sleep or, you know, that kind of thing. It, It... it's that for us, how loving to reduce anxiety. Um, it can work brilliantly for all ages. Yeah, I love that idea. I might have to pinch that from you, Jen. Oh, well, it's a pinched idea anyway. Talking <laughs> <laughs> to all, all the mums. Uh, you, you know, it is every day is a school day. Yeah, every day is a school day, and I do the same. I spritz it just before I, just before I go into the room, close my curtains, spritz it. Then I'll go and clean my teeth, wash my face, and then yeah. I'll go back in. So yeah, that's yeah. really I really love that idea of doing it just before. Yeah. So it's there as they're having their bath, they're getting their PJs on, getting ready yeah. for beddy. It's kind of sowing the seed then, isn't it? Yeah, I really like that. And then the other question I get asked a lot is where do you spray it? Do you spray it on their clothes or do you spritz it in the room? Yeah, again, it's um it is completely personal. Um hundred percent natural, hundred percent safe. So it can go on um um mattress, sheet, um pillow if they're using one. Um, grown bag if they're using one, um, the curtains. I think depending on your room, you'll find out what kind of days around um, the bed. Um, I like to do sort of tops of curtains because I just feel it kind of fills the room and then just up and down on, on their um, quilt. Yeah. So it kind of that, um, it's just there, it's just the top, it's just in the room. Um, and, and tend to last. Yeah. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. I love the idea of spraying on your curtains. I always have a quick zhuzh on my pillow. I love it. Yeah, yeah. And your one lasts all night. Even when I wake up in the morning, I can still smell it. Yeah, yeah. And that's because it's natural rather than an artificial fragrance that just won't. won't ah, I love um, it. And also, I, I'm, you know, that sniffy tie, um, um, you know, the little... Um, oh, what they called? My daughter's was called Lali, but it was a little, it was a little kind of a little lamb that was just a head. Yeah, then, a comforter or a bed head. Yeah, bed head. 
That's so funny. What did your daughter call it? It was Lali and it was a lamb. Lali lamb. <laughs> it, was a, it was a lamb, but just, it sounds quite sinister, doesn't it? <laughs> No, I know the ones you mean. I used to look, it reminded me, the reason why I ask is because it reminds me, I, when I uh, used to look after a little boy now, gosh, he must be 19, 20 now. And he, and I doubt he's listening. Uh, he's got better things to be doing with his time, I'm sure. Um, so he won't mind me saying, but he used to have a little bit of a blanket with like a, it was the same thing with a head on it that he carried this massive blanket everywhere. And it was massive, but it still had that head thing on, or maybe the mum sewed it on. Anyway, he used to call it a Lala. Ah, very similar, yeah. Yeah, which was weird. I don't know where he got that from. I love it. I've had loads of doo doos, bar bar. <laughs> loads of names that's really cute and you've um i think that's all the questions i've got on the sleep spray when to spray it where to spray it it's completely safe you can use it from newborn but you'd recommend waiting a couple of weeks yeah absolutely waiting a couple of weeks and you very very generously have given care it out listeners a, a really generous discount of 25 percent off the sleep spray yeah that is um that's that's valid now um, and can be used on the website lovedo.com. Um, just give it a try. I think um, it, you know it, it's definitely worth um, trying. Um, if you know if you're struggling, if you're not struggling, yeah. um, especially in the summer holiday, because everybody's routine. Yeah, yeah. And in this heat, we're all struggling out. We get to sleep. We're all a bit panicking before we get. Yeah, no, I completely agree. It's I'm really hope it's it's such a I think it's quite a British thing to do, isn't it? When it's raining, we're like, oh, I wish it would be sunny, and then when it's sunny, we're like, ah, oh, it's too hot. But yeah, yeah. totally yeah, agree. Never happy, no. and I don't know if you've been looking at the watching the story um, on our Instagram, but a good um, one of the love boom team is getting married when it comes today, so we're all about the weather. <laughs> I have to say I so just going back to the discount because I forget so it's 25% off the sleep spray thank you so much I know that that's going to help so many of um, people parents that are listening you can find it at loveboo.com it's just for the sleep spray and I'll also put the link and the discount code the the code is sleep it out I like what you did there Jen and I will put it in the um, links for the podcast as well Brilliant. so it'd be there for everybody and honestly thank you so much for that i will definitely be stocking up <laughs> oh you're very well and then going back to your stories i'm not one for um getting sucked into insta stories um but i cannot i'm absolutely hooked on um Gemma's sto- uh, stories on instagram um i love one that she painted the door yellow that was brilliant um, because my colour is yellow. I loved that. And, yeah, I'm literally obsessing every day. I'm like, I've got to go on and see what she's doing. It's brilliant. Oh, she's, she's great. She's great, Gemma. And, you know, like I say, when we do the baby shows, the next one we're doing is in September in Manchester. She's always there, knows everybody who comes, you know, every year, knows everybody's baby's name, you know, just one of those great people to be around. Yeah. No, I love her. So if you are listening, it is definitely worth going to check out her stories. And Gemma, if you're listening to this or pass it on, Jen, I'm just wishing her lots of love and luck for Saturday. Oh, thank you. Where's she getting married? 
she's getting married in the town hall in in Wakefield, and then she's having a great big. She's her house leads onto a field, and she's having a great big giant picnic. So uh, that's so romantic. <laughs> bringing her own um, picnics, and she's got a big pizza room. Uh, Caterer coming, and yeah, music and fireworks. Very casual, very relaxed and wonderful. Sounds wonderful. So I've, I have actually got goosebumps now. I'm just wishing her... Wed- I, everybody loves a wedding. Everybody loves a wedding. Everybody loves a wedding. I just tell you, Kerry, I have got to like dress because I'm making her cake. Um, so um, uh, I can't bear cooking it during the day because it's too hot. So yeah. I'm kind of working away on the cake. Yeah. I fingers crossed with that cake. I really hope it calls. It, is it an iced cake? It's, um, you know they call them the naked cake, so it's slightly iced, um, and but you can sort of see the cake through it. Lots of fruit, lots of flowers, um, a three tiered thing. So it's making me hungry, actually. Yeah, it's making me, my tummy just went. I don't know if you watch my stories, but part of Wednesday is my biggest day in the, well, every day is is pretty full on. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not one, I like a very stress-free life. So I don't jam, I don't book back to back. Um, I like to be, I call it paced and purposeful because I can't help people if I'm running around like a blue ass fly and that people aren't going to enjoy it. Um, and also, I really want to enjoy my these. The, the I, I can't remember who said it, but one of my favorite phrases is I've got loads, but one is that how you spend your days that's your life. So I don't, I want to really enjoy speaking to people and yeah. taking the time. But Wednesday is what it, I think it's middle of the week. All the families that I'm working with always want to call. It's I have a double clinic, I have clinic in the morning, clinic in the afternoon. So full on day. So every day, every Wednesday, I have a cake and there's a new cake shop that's just opened like three minutes from my office. And she, um, she's a met the cake. Honestly, I've never seen cakes like them. They are beautiful. She supplies um, Selfridges, Liberty. It's amazing. And it's right on my doorstep. So every Wednesday is Cake Wednesday. And I've been putting a different cake on my stories every Wednesday, apart from yesterday, because I went and she saw me coming and she shook her head and she was like, I'm really sorry. Everything's melted. We There's no cakes. I was like, no, where is my cake? So I had an ice cream. I had an ice cream, so all was not lost. So it was oh, fine. Yeah, ice cream is good on a day like yeah. this. But um, yeah, sorry for the cake makers. I know. I never thought of like that, like the heat wave, how that would impact yeah. businesses. Well, I'll be checking you out on Wednesday to see what you have in there. Honestly, they are beautiful. Like they're almost, almost. I would never do that and not eat it, but they're almost too pretty to eat. Like they're sparkly, yeah. glittery. Oh, and they honestly, I haven't tasted your cake, Jen, but this hers are divine. Oh, oh, it's making me hungry now. Yeah, I might have to go and have some cake. No, I had ice cream yesterday. It's only on a Wednesday. But yeah, wishing you all the best for the cake because that's a big responsibility. Oh, it is, isn't it? it yeah. Is. That's even yeah. bigger than the ring, the wedding ring. <laughs> <laughs> Bet you're glad you spoke to me today, Jen. Oh, well, I'll, I'll keep you updated. We'll have, um, we'll have it on stories. I'm going to be hooked on stories on Saturday watching her. That's amazing. And then I'd also like to touch on, because it's not just the sleep. I know I talk about, I talk a lot, but I talk about the sleep spray a lot, but it isn't just the sleep spray you have. You also have products for mums-to-be. Is that right? 
That's right. Yeah. They came afterwards. We launched with the baby range, um, and we were just getting asked all the time for pregnancy products. I know when I was pregnant, I was nervous about what I could use, what I couldn't use. You know, the goalposts keep changing. Can I use lavender? Can I use this? Um, can I use that? So we wanted to create a range that was 100 percent fine. You know, no questions, no worries, no concerns. Are you are pregnancy, through nursing, um, afterwards, after birth? So um, that's what we did. And our kind of jewel in the crown is our married oil, which yeah. is a stretch mark um, oil. So when you know when your skin's stretching, and again, completely transparent. We're not saying this will get rid of all your stretch marks. And actually. Why would you want to get rid of them? You know, yeah. you've been on. Um, but what it will do is um, calm down any angry looking ones and help the skin um, before it stretches, you know, to its actual peak, help it with the um, layer of collagen underneath, help the skin stretch. Um, it's got argan oil in, again, 100% natural. Um, so it really, really helps skin supple and just feel. A lot more comfortable. Yeah, it does. I again personally use this product, and maybe that's where I found out. But maybe that's how I found out about you, Jen. Mm. I first. Yeah, I think that's probably where. And it wasn't for pregnancy stretch marks. It was I used it because I um, I lost loads of weight and I had like really um bad stretch marks i have a feeling i've just remembered i have a feeling i was talking about it with a um somebody that i was working with a parent i was working with and she said you should try this miracle oil and i think that's where it came from i think that's how i found out and then i found the sleep spray but i use it on um so it's not just for mums to be i use it and it's fantastic it smells amazing it goes on um i put it everywhere i do and it adds up as well you're not waiting to kind of get dressed yeah out of the shower, your skin's slightly damp, you just, you know, put a few drops, um, it goes everywhere, and honestly, skin might feel afterwards, it's really, really lovely. Yeah, slather it on. And you've also got products that you can use in the your baby's bedtime routine. So I'm a massive fan of a bedtime routine. Um, people, I think, sometimes get a bit scared when they hear the routine, because they think it's going to be really rigid, like routine means it's, yeah. routine means rigid. I actually don't believe a routine is that. For me, routine just means that you're doing the same thing in the same order every single time. That's all a routine is. And yeah. babies, but everybody loves a routine, but especially smalls, babies, and brand new babies, because it comes back to doing the same things in the same order every single time. It helps them to anticipate what's happening. They know exactly what to expect. And a bedtime routine, it's being a brand new parent, um it's unreal you know sleepless nights are to be expected for a little bit but there's no getting around that um they're born naturally nocturnal it takes a while for their circadian rhythm to kick in and the sleep cycles to you know um to to set up but you can start a routine off from very early days from day dot if you want to just again i'm not a fan of the shoulds it's just whenever you feel ready and a bedtime routine it's just going to sleep for your little one even if you're bed sharing co-sleeping they're sleeping in the same room it's still a period of adjustment and there's their um 
the sun separating for you. So I often call bedtime routine preparation for sleep separation. And having a bedtime routine, it could be something so simple as just doing two or three things in the same order every single night. So a bath, then going into the bedroom. Or no, actually, let's go back a bit. So it could be something as simple as going into their nursery or your bedroom, closing the curtains, zhuzhing, I love that word, zhuzhing your sleep spray around a little bit. Me too, zhuzhing. And then, and you can use that zhuzh for lots of different things, but you can go in, (laughs) zhuzh the sleep spray, close the curtains, good night, sun, um, hello, moon, get the room set up, give them their bath, um, splash around in the bubbles, back out, nappy pyjamas, back into their nursery or their bedroom, wherever their sleep space, wherever they're sleeping. Do the nappy PJ sleep sack if you're using one. I wouldn't imagine anybody's using a sleep sack in this weather, but if they're using one, quick sleepy song quick story if they're up for it and then settle your little one to sleep and that's honestly that's all you know a bedtime routine can be as simple as that um and that can really help it's the same with the sleep spray it's your bedtime routine it's not going to be you hear it all the time you know bath book bottle or boob is going to be the key to a settled night's sleep yes it's important it's one of my four sleep steps to a settled night's sleep but there's no guarantee or given by doing a bedtime routine it's going to help with the nights but it does play a part and that's because it lets your little one know that that um transition period it lets your small know that bedtime's coming it helps calm and cue them for sleep and it helps them switch off and settle down absolutely agree with all that hundred percent really important. I think it's again I've talked about you, you know, the kindness of the routine and being kind to yourself and it not being rigid. Yeah. Um I also would say that, you know, the routine helps a parent as well. Because, you know, being at home with a baby all day, you know, it's tiring, it's exhausted and it's again and also, it can be boring. I yeah. To say that that's okay. And so many mums I knew, you know, I can go until six o'clock till seven o'clock, and I can get start that bed. Having a routine absolutely help mums and dads as well. I think because if we're slowing down and you know, in gently and doing little bath time and closing the curtains, it will actually help us relax. And if we relax, then baby follows that cue as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I also think um, a little baby massage is, is really lovely to do after that. You know, if it's warm enough for them to just lay on a towel um, there or with a nappy on, um, it certainly is now, isn't it, when they come out of the bath. Um, I remember when I met someone, I went to a baby massage class, and I don't think... <laughs> I, I don't think there were all the babies laying down on that towel having the massage class. I think most of them were feeding or weeing or crying at the time. Yeah. But what I realised was <laughs> we don't actually need to know any specific t- techniques. Just have it warming the oil onto your hands and just kind of doing that gentle rub and sink on. And baby eye contact, baby loves that. Yeah. And that also yeah touch and eye contact is so important and in the sleep industry there's loads of advice out there um that's saying you know don't make eye contact with them don't touch them you're going to spoil them you're going to they're going to find it hard to settle to sleep i don't believe in any of that bed baloney i'm 
all for eye contact. I think it's really important. I'm boost that attachment. Humans, we are made for connection. We need to connect with other people. Um, I, again, this is a whole other idea for a podcast, but I really struggled. I had, um, when I first set up the business and I, I worked from home, it, I, it came about when I, because I kept on nannying for a couple of days or a couple of hours around what I did. And then five years ago, I decided to just go with the business. It got to the point where I just needed to go full time with the business and work on it full time. So I yeah. left there and they were going to school anyway. So I left there, came home work from home for three or four years and I found I loved my job I have great friends on paper I had no reason to um be you know upset or 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 struggle but I mentally and physically I really struggled with it because I was so disconnected from people I've just sat in my office home office spare bedroom all day and I spoke to people um I was speaking a lot to other people but I had no eye contact and no physical kind of people around me yeah. and it really really impacted my mental well-being and it got to the point where I, in the morning I was waking up crying because I didn't I, I didn't know what was I didn't know what was wrong with me to be honest I was like why what is going on but I realized it was because and I don't know where I how I came to realize that but I realized it was because I didn't have people around me so I then moved into an office so as humans we are meant to have eye contact and be touched and have that physical proximity to other people so it's as as for grown-ups it's really important and it's for parents as well it helps but for little ones eye contact and touch it's so so important yeah it's I think it's it's like you say we we, we both need it don't we yeah yeah. Both, both massively benefit from it. Yeah, definitely. So and I think that's the lovely thing about bedtime routine is that you're both benefiting. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really love that. And again, I really loved your honesty there that actually is really boring <laughs> and the parents need that routine as well because it is really hard being at home, you know, by yourself all day because, again, it does. It, everybody's needs matter in that dyad. I think that's really important. I really like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some, some days, you know, and it felt like I'd just put CBeebies on all day long. <laughs> but then the night time, song would come on. For yeah. It's a fix to come there. Right, come on. Yeah, you know, I love it, that. It, it, it just sometimes you just need to know that at this time, you'd be doing nothing else but breathing in loving lavender and rubbing smile with your baby. And yeah. baby will massively benefit yeah. for you. Yeah. I love uh, I'm all massage as well while we're touching on massage and um, again it's the same thing using the same massage oil can help you calm them down for sleep they know sleep time's coming and then the massage strokes it can be great to calm and settle them down to sleep it can also if you've got a refluxy or particularly windy colicky baby massage can help there but most importantly it massage in the bedtime routine really boosts your little one's bond or actually it's both your bonds and that again can really it comes back to the, the going to sleep is a bit of a period of separation from you even if you're co-sleeping and bed sharing um they can't see you and that can really help with that as well and i if i don't buy into this whole that you can spoil a little one i think the more um a positive attachment 
I think that's really important for sleep because you can't teach independence or them falling asleep by themselves. It comes from them feeling safe, secure, having that eye contact, having that bond. And that's what gets, I do believe that's what can really help sleep. Absolutely. I couldn't agree, Mark. Definitely. Yeah. Jen, it's been Absolutely. I feel lovely talking to you. I have learned so much. I'm definitely going to be looking at what I put into um, or in and on my skin going forward. Um, I'm definitely going to be using that 25% discount and buying loads of sleep spray and um, looking at your other products too. Before you go, before we wrap up, do you have any tips for parents if they a lot of parents that are listening might be struggling with their little one's sleep or might be struggling with parenting or just finding things a bit tricky. Do you have any advice for them? Um, I mean, yeah, I think you've covered things brilliantly, Kerry. You know, I think um, that the routine is, is number one, again, for me. You know, the, we, we love a routine and, and, and it's not just about baby. You know, we as adults love routine well and especially in times of um, stress or feeling a bit down can you sleep and I used to get really annoyed when people told me this but the whole sleep when baby sleeps how about every other night when you put your baby down to sleep you go to sleep well or you try or you just relax and use the pillow spray and have you know have the bath um often and I know I felt like this right this is me time now I you know Netflix on this, I'm going to do that. But what is better than sleep? You know, we all know how we feel when we've had had plenty. So um, I think I think if I had my time again as a new mom, I would definitely take advice that people used to give me, and you know, prioritise sleep for yourself as well. Yeah, it's great advice. Um, I think um, something I also did, but I don't think helps, is the um, Carrying up the bed, carrying up baby bed when they're asleep. You know, we've we've all done it. We've all had, and it's so wonderful having your little one falling asleep on you. Um, but the, the uh, doing the routine, and you're much more an expert than me, Kerry, on this. But um, you know, that's the realization when you put your baby, your baby falling asleep downstairs with you, and you just flunk them in, in their bed, and they wake up startled, like, where the heck am I? Yeah. Um, I think you know, not carrying, not getting into that kind of habit um, is helpful. Um, but just you know, the song, the massage, the um, the little phrases that we say, you know, the good night, Mister Sunshine. Even reading the same book and saying the same thing, we you know, we had a little I Love You song that we sing. Those things are just worth their weight in gold. And they are things that you will look back on and remember. Yeah, definitely. Um, that will always be special. Yeah, I love that. And just going back to what you said about um, them falling asleep on you downstairs, I don't believe in bad habits at any age or habits at any age or stage. And I totally agree with you that sometimes we 
we just do things sometimes we're just on autopilot and we don't we don't realize what we're doing but in the first three or four months a lot you know the SIDS guidelines are to have your baby close when you're sleeping so if you if that's working for you having them downstairs that's absolutely fine and as they get older it's really funny because there is a lot of stuff out there that says you know you've got to teach them to fall asleep by themselves put themselves drought down drowsy or awake or they're never going to sleep you're ruining their sleep all these things where from again I have expertise and experience I want to share um you are your little one's expert I've got the experience and expertise but from my experience I've worked probably 60% of families I work with we don't look at how the little one goes down so cuddling holding to sleep isn't an issue unless it's an issue for you sometimes it does um it can impact the decision of the sleep cycles and then we look at it but I think what is what can, it can be really helpful, which was what you were saying about where they fall asleep and then they startle. If you can, once they have got their bedtime routine established, having them fall asleep in the room where they're going to wake up, I think that is really good advice. Yes, yeah, I agree. And I, I absolutely agree with the, what works for you, you know, may not work for other people, mm-hmm. that kind of individual. Um, yeah. yeah which is definitely the right way. Yeah, they're also different every family, every baby, every cert. Yeah, it's crazy how all different we are. We're so similar in so many ways. Like we all want that connection and that eye contact and that validation, but we're also really, really different. Yeah, and I think that's what's lovely about your work and your advice, Terry, is that it, 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 it stays that first and foremost. Yeah. And I think... You know, in the world we live on now, in now with a lot of comparison, the comparing and judging, and I love that. That just takes that all away. Yeah. What works for one family is completely yeah. different for the yeah. family. That was the most important aha moment for me for the reason why I wanted to go and set up. Well, it wasn't called Care Out in the beginning. That was a brainwave that came later. But originally I was Kerry Cares Parenting, and that really was my why why I wanted to do it was to reassure parents that there is no right way to do it and that your way is okay and I haven't really changed from that I think that's really important we all do things a little bit different I like to say we all do it our own way and that's okay as long as it's working for you yeah that's lovely because you're starting off with kindness yeah kill it with kindness absolutely 99% of the time We can't always be the that you know happy and shiny all of the time. In the in again in that vein of being really honest and open and transparent, nobody is happy and bouncing all of the time. Even if they give you that impression, I think that's really important too. Amazing. Well, Jen, honestly, I cannot thank you enough. I really, really enjoyed that. And I've had a bit of a break from doing the radio show to this, and it's just reminded me actually how much I love talking to people. It's lovely, it's really nice, and it just relaxed. And I'm so pleased. I'm so chuffed to be a first guest to go, Carrot. Yay! Making Carrot Out history. No, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you. I've definitely learned some new things um, that I will be taking into my practice, and I'm I'm pretty sure that. Anybody listening as well will find that very, very helpful, especially your little words of wisdom at the end. That was lovely. Well, thank you very much. And sending Gemma the best of best of luck for, for um, I nearly said Wednesday, for Saturday, and for you with the cake as well. I'm going to be definitely looking at stories. Yes, keep, keep updated. I'll try not to eat it before I 
I'm definitely going to go for cake this afternoon after all this cake talk. I'm going to do it. Thank you very much. Lots of love. Bye. Thanks, Kerry. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to me, your host, Kerry Secker, on the Carrot Out Sleep Show. I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative, and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below. And I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you. And one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks' time. But if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle, you can find me over on Instagram at Consultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.